Bass song, cue the bass song. Good to have you back, man. Thank you. Now we 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 specifically omitted stories because we we needed your just whimsical jingle and your fresh wit and your don't give a fuck attitude about anything or anybody okay. uh, opinion. We we saved something that happened in one of our lives specifically to tell you all about it. Uh, you know, Japanese. Pitchers and batters, hitters are getting signed to $700 million deals, and other pitchers are going to get signed to a $400 million deal. Deferred. <laughs> yeah. Deferred is the word of the day. It's like fucking oh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. yeah. Pay until he's um, 85. <laughs> actually, don't want to get too baseball because I was reading the other deferred bits of those players' contracts, mainly Freeman and, and Betts. And I think it's like 2034. They're going to be paying close to like a hundred million in deferred contracts. That's not active roster, but anyway, um, yeah, house went blown up to smithereens in Arlington, Virginia. Someone almost flare guns. We almost admitted that one because honestly, Alan, and I don't want to take all the credit for this because obviously Wes was like, "Yeah, you're right." I was sitting here like, "Well, I know what I'm going to say," but. Without my foil right in front of me to to touche uh, or an ole, like I I was like I I just I just felt weird. I didn't want to do it. I just I was like we can't do it. We got away for Alan. We'll save these stories. We'll talk about something else. Uh, but Wes, I'm gonna go ahead and pull the uh, I'm gonna go and pull do, the rabbit do, out do of the hat. Do you want me to mention the two stories that we held that we that we withheld? Okay, let's get to that first. Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, God, make me so, wait more. Yeah, no, because yours is the grand finale, man. Okay, yours the one. Right. You're you're the. Uh, the moment right before the ejaculate. <laughs> so, right before you, right, let's get right that pre-cum you, rolling then, because I, I really need to get to it. Because I've also realized that once I reveal this to Alan, I, I will not have any kind of leg to stand on when I say, like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just speaking honestly here. I mean, just, you know, just, just try and think about it this way. Nope, that argument's out the window. Okay, story number one that we uh, failed to get to without the presence of one Alan Giannis. I don't recall why, but maybe you do. It's Doomsday Community wants people to live in, quote, 757 bunkers for when all hell breaks loose. Uh, these are say, like, hold up to 10,000 people in the Black Hills Range in South Dakota, uh, former Army base, which stored... Uh, uh, word I don't know has been repurposed into bunkers. The base has been transformed to livable bunkers, and it's apparently a, a group of people that think you know it just oh shit might happen. Now, Alan, why do you think I said we should wait till you're back? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is like right up my alley, right? This is like <laughs> a bit of cult, a bit of end of days, a bit of fucking shit. Could be aliens. Could be. Look, there's a video game reference here. I was gonna say, what are we fucking? What is this Fallout? Are we just turning into fucking? <laughs> we living in vaults and experimenting, seeing what happens. But that's this is wild. And I, I felt like I couldn't talk about it because I feel like I would be championing a people that Alan doesn't necessarily respect or appreciate. <laughs> However, they would be the ones that we would have to commune with in order to have a community moving mm-hmm. forward. So it's the crazy people that might shoot up a school and or break into a Capitol building. Uh, they are the ones that will, in fact, survive. Look, I might it might shock you. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've watched a couple of different shows recently. But, like, 
I kind of the other day turned to Kelly and was like, I should buy some guns. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, hey, man, look, maybe maybe it's converting me. Doubtful. I'm not that crap. If we get to that point, just fucking let me go. I'll wander well, the wastes until. Well, I've always said with like, you know, like you just said, like when when liberals finally say, let's get a gun, it's it, it it's almost the point that conservatives have been trying to prove all this time to you. It's like if you're responsible, you should have the right to own it because you might just need it. And who is Uncle Sam or some guy with, I don't know, a vegan diet to tell me I'm not supposed to have it? I mean, yeah, but I also think that's a little like. I mean, we're painting we're painting with broad strokes here, are we not? Like, I've always it's not like I'm anti-gun. I don't care. I have guns. Now, is it that unreasonable that we maybe like start a fucking system of data that holds our our names and our addresses? Maybe maybe a lot like licenses for cars or mm. or you know just just spitball just spitball. Look, I'm not saying we got a fucking. Send that. Send it directly to the FBI, and every, and they're fucking watching our house. I'm just saying, maybe we could exercise a little bit of common sense in our gun laws. <laughs> hey Wes, what's the largest gun a private citizen should be allowed to own mm. in your mind? A fucking bazooka. This is oh, still yeah. America. Uh, man, I mean, all right. I, I, I. I no, but something that that goes over your shoulder that could penetrate a fucking tank. No, is that that's that's what I think of. No, um, but you know, I, I'm I'm starting to get to a point where like if if they outlawed <clears throat> certain assault rifles, I wouldn't be too terribly butthurt about it. I wouldn't vote for it. But if I was the minority in this vote, I wouldn't like go pick it outside and shoot my yeah. guns in the air. I see. I like where Wes is at because I've never been one of those like yeah, ban all guns. I've not ne- never. Like I don't care. Do your thing, man. Like. Now, some guns we probably shouldn't have. Shouldn't just go to regular old people. There should be a little bit more stringency. Like, handguns, shotguns, great. Fuck it. Even bolt-action rifles, fine. You know what I mean? Sure, you could take a human's leg off with it, but you can't take 15 legs off in 10 seconds. Well, you know, it's just what... When 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 tyrannical Uncle Sam comes a knocking at your door, you better hope you have that tank buster That's sh- fair, shoulder man. fired. Look, let's here. Let's start gun reform with taking guns away from police, and 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 the and the government in general. <laughs> Fine. And anybody who just coincidentally is an Uncle Samuel, Uncle Sam, just get a you know. That, sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah, if you dress like Uncle Sam for Halloween, you're done. Finished. Tough luck. Done. You're banned. Your, Who your am gun I? license is revoked. Well, your name is uh, uh, Samuel Peterson, and you happen to be an uncle to uh, your brother's yeah. three kids. So we're taking your gun. Sorry, man. <laughs> you might get him back. I don't know. <laughs> I but liberal, um, I think liberals and conservatives can definitely meet at the. Our police have too many toys. <laughs> I just think our police actually have too many conversations. I don't even care about the toys that they have. I don't think it should be like, hey, Mr. Murr, you know your uh, tag light's out. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, you want to write me a, a repair order? It's like, ah, what you got in the car? Uh, yeah. um, you, well, that's your... because we fucking gave them guns and tanks, and then when you say, beat it, fucking nerd, they roll up with ten of their friends and beat the shit out of you. Then mm. we've allowed that to happen. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's my point. It's like I that think we should. That happened in England. They're like, get out of here with your fucking stick, dork. Like, and nothing <laughs> happens. 
<laughs> Fine. Yeah. Worst case, oh, stabby stab. One yeah, guy bottom, dead, good to go. Bottom line is, we can draw a line in the sand. We can meet in the middle. We can snort that line, and we can shoot guns in the air in celebration, right? Is that the right. kind of the... Right. Blow shit up. Look, man, as long as you're blowing shit up and it doesn't burn your neighbor's house down, I think whatever you want to explode in your backyard is the freedom you deserve. It's the freedom earned through blood, sweat, and tears. That's you know, fair. and And the people that celebrate that freedom, by the way, they're the ones putting these bunkers out in the desert for you and I to hopefully survive the apocalypse in. See, I think they we were a little bit more realistic, though. Like... I'm like, okay, could war start? Could famine happen? These motherfuckers are like, the government's definitely going to come beating down our doors to take my fucking shotgun, and that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> so I think it's just, that's that's the only reason I like ragging on y'all. We ain't that different. We got to stop letting them divide us, guys. We ain't that fucking different. <laughs> You're not We've wrong. Already, we already said whatever the, whatever the dividing line is, we'll snort it together. Yeah. Come on. We can find reform everywhere. When you start going into bunkers because the rapture's coming, Ugh, now I'm good. You know, <laughs> Wes, your brother taught me into watching Vice, the Dick Cheney movie with uh, Christian Bale. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, we just need a common enemy. That's all we need. You know, and that's okay, I think. I think we need some more propaganda that's just, oorah, America. That's what we need. We need someone to get, like, why, look, I mean, I've got nothing against the, uh, the folks coming across the southern border. I just think it should be closed. And uh, but, you know, if maybe if we had an enemy down there. What does that mean? Closed exactly. Like what is that? What is what is closed? Unlike a sieve where anything comes through, uh, a a dam that opens and closes upon uh, necessity. I mean, we kind of have those, but we don't. They don't work. That's the problem. <laughs> but, we don't, but we don't try hard enough. We're like, nah, finger here. Sorry, yeah. that one's leaking. Anyway, let's not get on that topic. I'm just saying, I think that we need a common enemy, and that will bring us all together. But, Wes, what was the other story that, uh, that so we did? W- we... What you're saying is Uncle Sam has small fingers, and he can't plug those holes. <laughs> I knew it, that bastard. Uh, the other one is uh, Oxford University Press named Riz, R-I-Z-Z, the word of the year for 2023. Mm. Mm. Do we have that article ready? I have it up, yeah. Some of the other candidates were uh, beige flag. Well, you know what that means. Uh, Well, Uh, I don't even know what Riz means. Um, I know what Riz means. Okay, is Riz like, um, like, oh, shit, what is Riz? Um, Like street cred? Uh, not terrible. Not too far off. It's it's more like charisma. It's a short for Ah, charisma. So it's like, so like, you see, like, if you see... Like dudes on TikTok, like macking on girls on the street and shit, like or them fucking like sexy flexy ass dudes that roll a cop to girls and they know they can hit that and they're like, hey girl, you think I'm pretty? And she's like, fuck yeah, I think you're pretty. And he's like, yeah, let's smash. And then somebody's like, look at the riz on this guy, he's fucking phenomenal. It's just hyping up boys, like it's yeah. just hyping up the bros. Yeah, and the people, okay. it's all good. I like that. Just... Riz is cool with me. Someone like myself who doesn't know is like, look at the riz on that guy. I turn around like, yeah, my dick is huge, yo. <laughs> I, I saw one, and I, I, I watched it like 10 times to make sure it wasn't a put-on, but like this dude, he's jacked. He's at the beach. He's like talking. To, he's like, so would you uh, would you date this guy? And he's like, she's like, nah, it's not my type. He's like, not your type? Yo, I drive a Lambo. My dad left me when I was four. I'm a good guy. Fuck you. And I'm like, whoa. That doesn't <laughs> like, sound like a good guy. There was a lot of trauma that came out. Uh, yeah. 
in, in that one little moment. Um, beige flag. It's a, um, uh, a character trait that indicates that a partner or potential partner is boring or lacks originality. Also a trait mm. or habit, especially of a partner or potential partner viewed as extremely characteristic but mm. not distinctly good or bad. Mm. Okay. I said that's a, quote, draft definition. Maybe Close because they decision. haven't necessarily said uh, Situationship. Um, mm. I assume that's just a fucking... That's another... It's like a booty call. Like, yeah, just another weird millennial term for, like, not quite my girlfriend, but uh, we might be doing something together. We smash, but she's not me and my parents kind of thing. Right. Uh, Parasocial. Parasocial? Yeah. Um, You have a friend group, but you never really hang out with them? Uh, I think that's... You're always hovering around the social scene, but you're never really there. You're getting warmer. Uh, Designating a relationship... Context of para. Maybe, Uh, like... Okay. I was, I was, I was oh. Do you want me to wait? I was thinking of like you, like you only got like one friend, or like, or maybe, or like, or maybe you, 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 like, you're the guy who's always like, "Hey, man, trying to hang out, trying to fucking, we should, we should do something." And then like your other friends, like, mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, man, send me, send me some dates, and then you never hang out because they don't want to hang out with you. All right, so you're pretty close. Both of you are getting like kind of, uh, like I said. uh Warm, uh, parasocial, designated relationship characterized by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower of a well-known or prominent figure, typically a media celebrity, uh, in which the follower or fan comes to feel falsely that they know the celebrity as a friend. That's usually like the premises of a psycho, you know, yeah. babble. Yeah, like, we're friends, are we? Like, oh, we're not friends. We were on warm at all, dude. There was no part of us anywhere near the stove on that I, thing. I think I heard one-sided from Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, I did, that was a term. So when you said it, I was like, mm, all right, basically uh, now. <laughs> all right, heat dome. Heat dome? Heat dome. That's when you get head in a hot box in like a song. It's <laughs> heat dome. That's a, a, a woman or a man with a particularly, uh, a particularly warm mouth. Ooh. Uh, is it well, a nice? Close, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That that's not it at all. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> is it is it a nice haircut? Ah, well, no. It's a a persistent high pressure weather system over a particular geographic area, which traps a mass of hot air below it. Come on. Okay. That's yeah. That's yeah. okay. That's, that's a word. That's yeah. That's well. Yeah, I know, but I figured these were phrases that like the average person like walking through life is going to use at some point. Like, yo, there's a heat, oh, it's heat dome out here. <laughs> Like, 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 if you just got back from the barber, and I was like, "Damn, look at that heat dome!" I'd be like, "You got a fly haircut." I think I'm yeah. gonna start saying that to people with haircuts now. <laughs> heat dome. Yeah, that'll be like heat the number dome. two, number two definition. Uh, the next we got Swifty. Yeah, obviously. Oh, that's sad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, prompt. P R O M P T. Like prompt on time. Like on time. Yeah. Or like to prompt someone, like to give them a, a cue. Yeah, so an instruction given uh, to an artificial intelligence program, algorithm, uh, okay. etc., which yeah. determines or influences the content it generates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That's yeah. And then the last one, I, I I get it because the it's pretty self-explanatory. De-influencing. Mm. Like, so you're making something not cool using the social media to like like ah, that Bud Light that sucks now. 
Uh, yeah, to, so the practice of discouraging people buying particular products or encouraging people to reduce their consumption of material good via social so media. So it's like, so it, it's like it's not a boycott. Hey, don't fucking watch Disney. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah, it's like making something lame so other people will think it's lame too. Mm-hmm. They sent a can to a tranny. Don't drink it. It's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and finally, they don't shoot guns either. <laughs> nope. Well, and finally, Alan, um, after years of uh, toiling and dreaming and hoping and praying that one day I would be the fine owner of one of these pieces of machinery, on Monday I officially took delivery of my Tesla Model 3. Oh, you would. Cool. Didn't they just recall like two million of them? For... It's a software update. Fuck all y'all. Shit. Every, every goddamn person I know that knows that I got this thing's like, there's that recall on 14 everyone that's ever been built. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> it's a software update. They were a little, like, it's already fixed. Mine came fixed. Was. I was just asking. It was, a, it was an auto steer thing. Yeah, like, yeah but Mer, aren't you, I, like, I just assumed... You're one of those conservatives that's like, you know, when people when when the liberals talk about getting off of coal and oil, you're like, you know how bad lithium is for lithium mining is for the environment? They use Nigerian babies for that. Like, aren't you one of those guys? And then you bought a Tesla? Isn't that well, hypocritical? I, I, look, bottom line is this. Elon has made it easy to be on both sides of the coin because <laughs> now he's hated by liberals, but he's built the thing that the liberals always wanted. And I am in the I'm in the middle here. I feel like I either need to get a MAGA sticker for the back of it or like a oh drill baby God. drill sticker for the back of it. Because look, Christ. I bought it. I bought it for the technology. I bought it because uh, look. I am going to say this to you guys right now. Your recall bullshit aside, um, it is the greatest car I've ever driven. And I, cool. I, a lot of times when you get your hopes up about something, it just kind of, you know, it's okay. No, this is a totally different fucking driving experience. And I am, I am proud of myself that I'm, one, capable of affording something like this, and two, that I actually pulled the trigger and got through the sticker shock. I'm not gonna lie to you though. Uh, the week leading up to it, I had like a panic attack every day about the amount of money that was gonna be coming out of my bank account. Because the yeah. only reason I'm able to buy it is because of the tax incentives that are coming my way, hopefully in April. Because that's gonna pay back the down payment. But my God, man, it is a it is a different type of machinery. Uh, it's not supposed to do this, but it, I timed it. My brother drove it, and I hit the stopwatch. Zero to sixty in three point three seconds. Zero to eighty in four. Yeah, these things are wild. Fuck <laughs> coal. Fuck coal. Fuck oil. Fuck lithium. Fuck Nigerian babies. Give me that goddamn car every Reasonable. goddamn day of the week. Reasonable. Um, let me yeah. see. You should shoot. Just, some, I didn't know. I don't know how much firearms out the side. I don't know how much huh? there are, so I, and I didn't want to like ask you. That seems rude. Um, at the end of the day, I out of out of pocket everything together. It's it's fifty thousand uh, dollars. Okay, but, I thought there were more than that. That's not bad. But I'm gonna get ten thousand back in uh, credits. I'm also not gonna buy gas for the life of the car and a partridge in a pear tree. I don't know. But all I know is my brother actually summed it up for me because I was gonna buy a car no matter what. But he was like, "How old are you?" I said, 44. He's like, how long do you keep your cars? I said, about 10 years. So he said, you buy a car that you don't really want just to get a car, you're going to have it till you're, I said, 54. 
He's like, yeah, why don't you spend that fucking money you've been earning over the last two decades and get mm-hmm. something you actually fucking want? And I was like, all yeah. right, that's a fair point. Hey, yeah. We're just shoot some firearms at the side. We're just middle class holes here, man. We ain't we ain't <laughs> dying with millions in the bank account. Drive that test. Well, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. We got to pause because uh, you guys you guys are middle class holes. I just joined a whole new class of people. Um, <laughs> listen, the the this one guy, thing this guy that told I told his do wife and about... child they have to move to a smaller house, but he's got a Tesla. Like <laughs> <this> fucking guy. <laughs> I do want to do a Tesla. Like, uh, just bought my Tesla. Now the first thing you're going to notice is how much better you are than everyone else around you. At a stoplight, you just, this sense of just entitlement that is deserved. It's yours now. You've earned it. Well done. <laughs> There's a guy at work that has one. You could tell. You just look at him and be like, you own a Tesla. No, yeah. he's, he's a cool guy. It is cool, though. The handles are neat. I couldn't figure out how to get out of the bench first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the windows roll down as you close. Like when you open the door before you close the door because there's no top frame, so if you didn't, it would break. Like yeah. this is it's kind of cool. It's a novelty. there's a lot of everything. I didn't know I had heated seats until I started sweating going down the highway, and then I didn't know how <clears> to turn them turn off. On? Oh. Well, it was from the factory. They have everything to test it, and so <sighs> like I'm holding 95, and my hands are sweating because the steering wheel's hot. Wheel's my hot. butt's sweating because the seat is hot. I'm doing like 80 and I can't fucking look at the touch screen like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's just fucking dying. I couldn't find the radio for 30 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Do you, got, do, you have, has... do you have air conditioned seats? Uh, I think so, but I will have to tell you in the summer. I fucking hope so. <laughs> yeah. It also, it has, uh, it has like a, the G or the, 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 AI in there senses whether or not Andrew's anxiety levels are at a certain point. If they're high, like, hello, Andrew, I sense that your anxiety's high. I'm going to play a sound effect so it'll calm you down. Because <laughs> <laughs> his firearm's being shot. It's like, ah, okay, thank you. I'm surprised you didn't now, get let me... a Cybertruck, man. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I swear to you, I waited until the announcement on the last day of November. And when he said how much they were, I was like, nope, we're getting to the Model 3. That's oh, it. This model, this model S is kind of bad. Yeah. Well. Okay. I you. I just told you how much I'm spending on this fucking car. There's no way I'm doubling it just to go fucking zero to sixty in one and a half seconds. Ooh, I could be tempted to kill myself in one of those. I, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no. I I had my first. Uh, I had my first Challenger today at a uh, at a red light. It was literally a Dodge Challenger, and he fucking took off, and I just went. <laughs> I don't pass. It's awesome. <laughs> have you guys named it yet? Has the family have you guys give like coined it something or uh, I heard I named my I named I called it Tessie. I named it Tessie. T E S S I E. What color is it? It's uh midnight silver. No, that all right, that's a little lame. I thought you were gonna lame. get like that fucking blue or whatever. No, that's yeah, fucking all, lame. That all the douchers get. Midnight silver, I I I nice I splurged on the wheels, got like a uh, nice fucking like off white wheels to set off the midnight silver. But yeah, Ooh, so nice. uh, now I know that I don't have any argument uh, when it comes to arguing for or against Elon Musk. Um, I've automatically lost that argument because I've given him I've given him my mm. money. But I'll tell you, man, if you want to get conservatives off of coal and oil, let them drive one of these things. Because when you beat a Dodge Challenger off the line in front of the Wawa. 
I have to imagine they're going to get to work. And, and they're going to kick the junkyard dog halfway across the fucking yard because they're so fucking pissed that this little twat in his midnight silver fucking electric burning car fucking ate them up after they spent probably 40000 on their fucking gas-powered bullshit. Nah, you get those big old you get those big old trucks with truck nuts. That's like eighty grand, forty grand for truck nuts. <laughs> the nuts themselves. The nuts just, themselves. Just, just smaller, just smaller. Well, welcome back, Alan, and welcome back, Thanks. listeners. Middle class holes, everyone. Uh, Fox man, Alan Murr. Yeah. So to recap, houses blowing up in D.C. Uh, quarter of a billion or three quarters of a billion dollar contracts being handed out. Bunkers. In the Black Hills, Riz is the word of the year. Murr owns a Tesla. You've got a week off, and it was an action-packed week. So yeah, we're happy fucking, to, yeah. <clears throat> and we're zero, zeroing in on 2024. Uh, folks, if you remember a couple years ago, actually, I think it was uh, the Super Bowl before last, Hormel, the company, rolled out a, a sweepstakes, a lottery, if you will, for the very, very well, I just I, I would call it uh, just award-winning, very clever name, the Hormel Chili Cheese Keg. Uh, so you, th- for, for these two things that we're about to talk about, and we're going to come to a decision to come and hit in your way the holiday season. You don't even have to enter a lottery. You don't have to throw your name into a hat. You know, it's not a raffle. You can just go to uh, to I think to well the internet or the web or some sort of. Uh, I know. As we read on, I'll tell you here, but you just spend a few of your hard-earned Uncle Sam American United States dollars for one of these two things. And these things are ridiculous, but they're hitting your they're not going to hit your shelves. They're going to hit the Internet the holiday season. So uh, where do you guys want me to start? You want me to just like lay them both out? We're going to pick pick what we want, pick pick what we would like to have in our household. Yeah, I don't even know where we're going for. So, yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah, so check out Miller High Life wants to make your home smell like a dive bar for the holidays. That's right, folks. You get yourself a two and a half foot high neon tree uh, that's been infused with the scent of sweet tobacco. It's called the Merry Highlight, uh, and it's topped with a Miller High Life soft cross. Uh, so basically, it's like a 3D. Uh, 3D tree of neon green topped with the Miller High Life uh, logo, and it does smell like sweet tobacco or a dive bar. So you get a, a nice, a good holiday scent. If someone walks in, and goes, "What is that? Is that uh, is that mistletoe? Is that burning burnt wood? Is that cedar? Is that uh, gingerbread? No, no, that's a dive bar. That's the idle hour. Uh, that's fun. that's Salem's. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's Parliament's. <laughs> It's that's ammonia, um, uh, or if you're uh, if you're more of the taste, you have a little little better uh, you know something you want to taste. Your palate uh, needs to be filled with something this holiday season. Doritos is teaming up with uh, Empirical, which is actually a Danish company that makes custom spirits with creative flavors. But Doritos is going to pump out uh, a cheese flavored booze. Actually, and I scoured this whole thing. I couldn't figure out what type of, if it's going to be a, a bourbon, uh, a, a, a whiskey, a tequila, a vodka. Doesn't really say. I think they've left it to uh, the, the eye of the beholder. But Doritos teams up with Empirical for a cheese-flavored liquor. Oh, you want to know any more details, let me know. But you, uh, since it's flavored spirit, it's non-specific category of liquor. There you go. Doritos recommends yeah. mixing it with tequila or mezcal to make a Bloody Mary or a margarita. The booze yeah. can also be uh, sipped uh, or sipped or poured over ice. Okay. So, 
I'll start okay. with you, Alan. You have your you have your choices. Which uh, which one do you want in your household, or maybe someone else's household this this holiday season? Uh, I think I'll take the tree. Uh, yeah, I got no use for that fucking Doritos. I don't even like nacho cheese Doritos. Like okay, the, well, the that's snack. Just, that's just nah, it's not. It's it's fucking nasty. I don't know. I don't like any Doritos. I think they're all fucking gross. Like uh, their the, the flavors are too artificial. Uh, so yeah, I'm taking fucking, I'm taking high life tree cause I do love the smell of a good cigarette and I do miss, you know, an evening at mom's, uh, playing hollow notes <laughs> on the touch tunes, <laughs> you know, rip, ripping heat. Alan, Alan always impresses me with his music choices. I swear, man, you, you really yeah. do. You always surprise me and, and you always impress me. Tell me some hollow notes. Um, yeah, I'm taking the I'm taking the tree and but I'm not just breaking it out for like my my own enjoyment. Like let's say, okay, Wes, let's just say for example, you get all the uh the old cats together, the old basement hangout cats and some extras to to come along. Like dude, yeah, you want the tree to have the ambiance. I think it sets the mood. Um but I do feel they've missed out on a few subtle notes. I think you need like that that sour stench of a good black mat that's probably had, uh, <laughs> you know, every, uh, like, just, like, chili cheese spilled on it, maybe a little vodka, a little, like, some rumple mints mixed in there, just a little bit of everything. It can't just be that sweet tobacco smell, so I feel like they're cheating you just a hint there. But the, I feel like the smell of a dive bar really enhances the holiday mood and the holiday spirit. At the end of the day, I love Doritos, but there's no way I want that in liquid form infused to my liver. There's no need for that. Uh, I assume it's probably some sort of like moonshine concoction, uh, made hopefully made out of corn, you know, to give it the full Dorito effect. But look, Doritos are a good uh, like snack to go with a drink. You know, not you know what the best a... part about this is. Sorry to cut you off. I just I was just casually checking out Instagram. Is somebody, some influencer, is drinking this Doritos thing in margaritas? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds awful. Sorry, continue. But yeah, but I mean, because now it's now it's just a novelty, and how many people are going to be able to enjoy the Dorito? Or actually, let me take that back. Not how many people are going to. How many people will enjoy? Even like here, you want some of this? Not really, but I'll try it. Then it just becomes like a passing around the bottle kind of like novelty bullshit where the tree just allows everybody to kind of like experience the same thing at the same time yeah 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 so i was about 50 50 on this simply because i I just don't know at my age what novelty a dive bar smell would serve other than like again you said getting the old gang from the basement first i thought you were going to say get us back in the basement i was like listen buddy we don't need a fragrance or a fragrance enhancer to help us recreate that smell you know a few beers a few cigarettes and and voila we're back at it Um, somebody pee in the corner please get the the corner is what i know i'm aware of uh it's the sub pump, by the way, just just so you're aware. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have any desire to drink booze infused with nacho cheese. I have a hard time with, you know, the Kahluas of the world, uh, unless it's some sort of like one time drink. It's oh, I got this kind of fancy martini. All right, I'll give it. I'll give it a whirl. But yeah, you just didn't we didn't we go down this road a couple hundred times in this show with 
these novelty booze weren't didn't Mountain Dew do something? Wasn't there a couple others that were just like, what the fuck are you yeah. thinking? Yeah, well, some of them we've been like gross, and some of them we've been like, eh, might give it a whirl just to see what happens. Right. But this is just. Well, I feel as though if you if you give me if the, first of all this this High Life lamp is one hundred twenty bucks. All right, it's not a. Uh, yeah, I I better get what I pay for. All right, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not talking about. Yeah, I'm not talking about mothballs or something weird. I'm talking about this shit better smell like uh, a stale bush light, uh, Newports, and fucking Aunt Jane who sings karaoke till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who pours bush light and smokes Newports. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you, the other thing with the, the, at least it's a lamp too, you know? I mean, it's, mm. a, it's shaped like a Christmas tree. Yada, yada, yada. You're getting multiple uses out of that. And you say 120 bucks, but okay... How much is one bottle of your, of your 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 drink, your Doritos drink? It's There's probably like thirty bucks. And if you want to, sixty five. So in order for everybody to have a like one yes. shot of this, you're probably gonna have to buy two bottles. And there you go. At least you get to keep the tree forever. Right. Yeah. If it runs out of the potpourri, if that's what you'd want to call. You know, dive bar smell. Uh, at least it still has a kind of a cool luminance. I shared the screen with you guys earlier. It's got the, the you know the three D thing going on and the kind of the, the cheesy Miller High Life thing. And you know, when I, when I drink Miller High Life, I like to enjoy a Dorito with that. It kind of brings me down. It gets me. It, it knocks a few pegs off my off my totem pole. One of them creates an ambiance. It it sets a scene for house guests or you know. Friend, yeah. whatever, whatever it may be. The other one is like when you black out and you definitely vomit and you wake up the next morning and you're like, it was the fucking Dorito shot. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like, yeah, tree all day. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I kind of think now that I'm talking to you guys as this Miller High Life uh beer bar scented lamp as a litmus test to my friends, my amigos, my acquaintances and people I don't want to hang out with. I got to have a nice big fat party. I'll buy two of these fuckers and set them up on either end. That way you were not missing a square inch of my house. All right. And if anyone pisses and moans, I'd be like, you know what? You just fell out of my friend zone. Exactly. I want only my friends to be like, man, I kind of like that. Yeah. Dude, I want to have missed. a cigarette. Dude, I miss I like look, I honestly I long for those times. I mean, how many times did we end up down at the rendezvous and it's just fucking balls to butts everywhere you go, trying to make your way to the bathroom where it just smells like puke and stale urine, that weird maple syrupy kind of like just dried fucking human excrement just lingering in the air. Ugh. Ugh. Just reminds me of my twenties. That's what I want. No, you, no matter where you walked, no matter what you bumped into, you always got a little bit of uh, pool chalk on you. You know, it's, it's just shit just kind of like lingered everywhere. And I'm not pool talking about cigarette ash. That's, all yeah, you... that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And don't wear new shoes down there. Don't <laughs> just keep, keep it to the, uh, the B, the B shoes that you can. Uh, well, folks, uh, if you want to give us your vote for the holiday season, Doritos, uh, cheese, flavored Booze again. They were non. They were pretty discreet about, or you know, <clears throat> non-transparent about what type of was. It's called it a liqueur or the Miller High Life bar scented can bar scented lamp. It's coming at uh, one hundred twenty dollars. You can get that on the Miller High Life uh, website. The other one's on the Doritos website. Doesn't look like it, uh, 
find it anywhere else on retail. You're not going to find this at a Marshall's or a JC Penney's anywhere. <laughs> God, I hope not. I could see this at like those bigger, those bigger, I said to call those bigger liquor stores that have the automatic doors because <laughs> the ones I go and you have to push them for the most part. Uh, and they have like a, a liquor rep in front, you know, like, hi, sir. You have some, would you like to try? Oh, that's cool. I'm driving, but I'll have some. <laughs> I, I know. I always feel bad because because the, the the Rick's apparently is 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 high end at this point. Like they have a liquor rep in there every time I'm there, and it's like, would you like to try this Monster Energy drink, uh, vodka infused? And like, no, no, I would not. I'm buying this to take home to drink it there. Why would I booze up in the fucking store with you, with Swill, yeah. if you're trying to? Yeah, no. Yeah, and there's no way that's like, would you like to try this nacho cheese infused uh, moonshine? No. no. Not at all. We actually have petrified nacho cheese bits floating around for authenticity. Mm. It's like Goldschlager, but not. Alan, yum yum, right? No. Drink up. No thanks. Hold on. I want to backtrack just a tick before we get to Fun Pack Friday. Doritos are not in your pantry, not in anybody's pantry around you. You're not like dipping your hand in. You're not sweet savoring that MSG latent triangle at all. Talk about me? Dorito? No. Nah, I don't fucking. I don't know. I think, I mean, I ate them as a kid. Uh, maybe, Maybe I just had too much of them. But like, I don't know. Somewhere along the lines, like I ate a Dorito and like, I might be willing to eat like a fucking like a sweet chili, but fucking no, the cheese ones are like eh. the cool ranch. I haven't like cool ranch since before I was fucking like 12. Like I fucking. Yeah, that's fucking trash. Like, yeah, cool ranch know. is trash. I agree this with you a awful. thousand percent. Cool. I, I Anybody who likes cool ranch, I automatically know where to categorize them in my mm-hmm. life. Like you live, well, yeah, you live in a double wide if you fucking like cool ranch. Like that's fucking. <laughs> I ain't so dri- you ain't driving a Tesla, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I ate. Uh, He's at, a like, sun chip kind of guy now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, at like eleven or twelve, I ate an entire like family size thing of cool ranch. I think I was watching like WCW Sunday night or something and uh didn't barf but definitely was was you know, to a point where I was salivating where I was like nope don't want that anymore. So yeah, I haven't had cool ranch you, since. You ate like three fucking powder packets of Hidden Valley ranch mix and and <laughs> some fucking tortilla chips. Like it's fucking Bro. gross. <laughs> When fucking Ric Flair was strapping on that figure four to someone, I couldn't help myself. I had to double. I had to get both hands in that bag. <laughs> My frontal lobe was just. Anywho, all right. So it's a, it's a clean sweep. The uh, mm-hmm. the Miller High Life uh, uh, potpourri lamp uh, wins out, but that doesn't mean our uh, our our vote uh, trumps everyone in the middle class holes. Listening category. Uh, some opinion. Some opinions are better than others, and our opinions are better than yours. But feel free to share with us uh, what you would rather have. Yeah. Otherwise, shut the fuck up, Murr. Let's get funny. Let's get silly. Let's get smart. Let's get to it. Let's get to your mental floss. Amazing facts and coming in the new year, Alan. It got a brand new book. It will not be the fun fact calendar. It will officially uh, start to be the true facts. 
that sound like bullshit. And we'll be okay. reading from this uh, in the coming year. 500 facts in here, so it'll actually bleed its way into 2025. But for now, it's still your mental floss. Amazing facts. So here are five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Brought to you, of course, by our new friend, Cuckster for Life. Find Cuckster for Life over on Instagram. Just a man... Just a man in a chair watching a, watching a wife get railed out by several nondescript ethnic men. He still Meekly. he still eats Cool Ranch Doritos. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He uh, and then he he doesn't wash the remnants off his fingertips. No, no sir. <laughs> no. That's right. Actually, he he uh, he has the other men lick those off from the, from the outre- outstretched yeah. arm. It's kind of like looking for the tag team tag. Like, what's your lick, buddy? And what's left he uses to exfoliate his nether regions. That's a special. That's a special love for your wife, right there. <laughs> but here you go. Did you know? In Massachusetts, it's against the law to swear at players or officials during a sporting event if you're 16 years or older. So you just need to start whispering to your five-year-old. Call him right. a cunt. That's kind of interesting. Wait. It's one of those I got to assume. Local laws, probably. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, I mean, can, can you think, do you, do you honestly believe at a Celtics or a, a Bruins game, fucking 17 year or older people aren't aren't cursing at the refs or the players? I, yeah. I guess you just can't arrest a kid like the, like a, a juvenile. I Maybe okay. that's the deal. And so it's just... It, but in Massachusetts, it's against the law. I mean, it's just one of those laws that they're never going to take off the books so that if you're being a real dick, they can be like, well, you're you're violating code one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have to take you in. Yeah. So as I was going to say, like, if the Adam Jones uh, center fielder for the Orioles was rather candid about just how racist the people in Boston were the center field bleacher creatures in, in, at Fenway were. Yeah. And I don't think they were calling him, hey, idiot or bozo, uh, if you catch my drift. Yeah. I'm not saying that's funny. I'm just saying, you know, and you're right. This is probably one of those ones that uh, if you're just a total drunken buffoon asshole, starting fights, getting thrown out, <clears throat> being lewd, crude, and, and uh, you know, giving law enforcement a hard time, they want to throw the book at you. Yeah. <laughs> We, we're going to cite you for uh, code one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it, it, I don't want to get into constitutional law here, but it also sounds like that's a violation of the of your right, your freedom right. of speech. Yeah, might have been, um, you know, might have been under the Articles of Confederation, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it just hadn't, hadn't updated it since then. <sighs> Jesus. Did you know? Walt Disney, who was born on this day in 1901, had a secret apartment above Disneyland. It's still there. In fact, above the fire station. Uh, While the apartment isn't typically open to the public, tours sometimes let you see it. The furnishings remain virtually unchanged from when Walt used it, including a lamp in the window that's visible from outside. It's never shut off to signify that Walt is always in the park. Mm. Yeah, also, did you know that that same... Oh, but Disney- Disneyland. Disneyland in L.A.? Yeah, and, well, Anaheim, wherever the hell it is. 
that same lamp had a uh, potpourri of uh, Minnie Mouse's crotch. Just mm-hmm. constantly funneled in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wafting through the room. <sighs> That's right. And how, I wonder, you said it was like, how high up? Third story? Just above the the fire station there. So I, I don't know how high it was. But um, okay. you know what? I got two things to say. One, how come Roy, Roy Disney never gets, like, I mean, I know people know who he is, but like Roy never gets any love. It's always Walt, 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 Walt. Chain smoke cigarettes till he died of cancer. And here comes Roy building the fucking empire that we know today. But nope, it was Walt because he drew a shitty cartoon fucking mouse. Here he is. hundred years later. Yeah, that's a good point. You ask him. Yeah, asking me why. I don't mean shit, man. I didn't even know there was a Roy. <laughs> was, uh, was, who was older? I think Roy was older. But Roy was in charge of, like, all the finances. Everything. Walt just had all the... Walt was like me. Walt was just like, hey, Roy, listen to this. We should we should buy all the swampland in Florida and build an amusement park. And Roy's like, fuck. Let me make some calls. <laughs> and and now here we are. But no. Fucking Walt Disney World. Walt Disney. No, Roy. Bunch of dicks. And by the way, did you know Walt killed his parents? With what? Just secondhand smoke? <laughs> he bought uh, he bought them like a house, obviously. Good good son. Uh, bought them the state-of-the-art uh, furnace. Uh, but <laughs> I think the flu was closed and uh, they died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Jesus. Mm. And that's why all subsequent Disney movies had uh, a tragic parental death as a theme. Oh, but that's user error, though. He didn't kill them. You know, they just didn't know how to use the uh, operate the, the the chimney. Yeah, Maybe they should have a carbon monoxide detector. That would have probably been useful. Yeah. Well, I don't think they knew that was a thing back then. Well, get the like, fucking parakeet. Miners did it. <laughs> oh, you can die from you can die from air, huh? Interesting. Who knew? They, the parents probably sat there and smoked cigarettes. Like, we're just, I don't know. These things are just emitting a lot of fog. <laughs> Got the vapors. They're delicious. <laughs> Did you know, while it might be funny to imagine that a sleeping cow could be knocked over with a gentle push, cow tipping is just a myth. First, cows sleep lying down. So there goes that part of the story. Even more importantly... They weigh about 1,500 pounds and balance their weight on all four legs. So, good luck tipping that over. Yeah. You knew that, Alan? You knew that that was a myth, that they lay down and sleep? Well, I knew that they lay down and sleep, yes. Okay. And, and common sense tells me that the average human ain't pushing a fucking cow over. Like, maybe like Brock Lesnar, you know? Maybe, maybe fucking... Magnus Ver Magnuson from the fucking you know <laughs> strongman shit, but like yeah, we me and you ain't doing it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We're getting Tommy Boy like real quick. Farley and Tommy stepped Boy. on. Yeah. yeah, I I always think about like when I watch. I'm glad you brought up Magnus Ver Magnuson. The uh, I, the guy was born to be the world's strongest man. The greatest he fucking name named ever. the world. Yeah, at, at birth he was named the world's strongest man with that name alone. But when they pick up those like those. Those Atlas stones, the those Atlas big stone. round rocks that they have to. God, I. It's when I know that like how diverse humans are because there's no way. I'm not even picking it up. 
I'm not even like there's not even going to be like a microscopic like bit of air. There's not even going to be a molecule of oxygen between it and the ground. And this guy's like up to his nipples and on top of a fucking keg. I'm just Jesus Christ, dude. Could you imagine if I had to like get into an altercation with this human? It's over. It's done. There's no chance. Wait, you just uh, either you run or uh, you wait till he's sleeping because he stands up and you push him over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys that, that big don't sleep laying down. Ah. <laughs> they don't sleep laying down. They just, you they know, just can't lay down. They just do a squat and <laughs> they can't, it's, can't get back up, you know, they lay down. <clears throat> I'll tell you the the greatest uh, cow story of all time is uh Wes, when you came back with uh, the the trunk load of, uh, trunk load of fireworks, and right. uh, we went out one night with some Roman candles, and I guess we thought the cows were sleeping. They weren't sleeping. And we started launching Roman candles at the uh, at the at the bovine, and they started running, and we were just running and gunning, and that was the most <laughs> one of the most awesome moments of my life. Just here, did you create a stampede? Jesus. Yes, yes, we did. And all you saw was was rainbow. It was awesome. The the the, yeah the Cecil County drive by got coined, man. That was where we that's where we came up with shooting Roman candles at cows, man. Cecil County. That was I came back from South Dakota. Just came back from South Dakota, so we crossed went into Iowa, then to Illinois, to Indiana, to Ohio, a bit of West Virginia into Maryland. So you're talking about five county lines with. Four hundred dollars worth of fireworks, to which I had to like explain to my mom that it was only about a hundred dollars worth. I was like, "No, no, this is this is all the stuff you bought." And she was like, "Wait, what? Are you sure?" I was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, got a real deal here." The but there was nothing like it was pitch black. This is how it all went down too. I'll never forget this. I won't mention names, but I just I will always be grateful to these people. So somebody <laughs> twisted a bunch of black cats together, Alan, and lit them. And threw them high in the air. And that spooked the cattle. And they started running. And then we lit the Roman candles and started driving. And just like these glowing balls of fire. Like just exploding against the hides. And just <laughs> oh my god. It's just in my mind. It's just glorious. Wait, y'all were hitting them too? That's rude. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Broadside like, fucking I, cows. I've been hit with a Roman candle ball. It's not, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I mean, they do brand them with molten iron, so I think that's the least of their worries. <laughs> Did you know, in 1989, a Danish man watching A Fish Called Wanda actually laughed himself to death. He began laughing so hard that his heart rate allegedly escalated between 250 and 500 beats per minute, per minute which led to his death. Oof. And to think he didn't die when he saw Jamie Lee Curtis's tits. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he, he laughed himself to death. That was a Kevin Klein. Movie. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis the, shows the, the tatas in that one? I think so. Um, I mean, I, I know in Trading Spaces, I didn't yeah. know about that one. Uh, I'll have to look up nude, uh, celebrity nudography here. You know what? Uh, I haven't watched A Fish Called Wanda in quite some time. So, uh, you know, maybe just gave me a little extra motivation. Yeah, I also like that scene. The guy gets taught like he Kevin Klein gets pretty much tricked into getting stuck in the cement because he gets over 
he gets in an argument with that guy over whether or not the United States lost the Vietnam War. He's like, you, he's like, you guys lost. He's a British guy. He's like, no, we didn't. He's like, oh, yes, you did. You got your asses kicked. No, it was a tie. It was a tie, goddammit. It was a tie. <laughs> and then his you're, argument. You're saying you tied a war. You lost. Yeah, I have to agree with Alan on this one. Yeah, and his in his own in his own proud way gets stuck in cement that hasn't that just freshly poured. Yeah, so let's see here. Uh, Christmas with the cranks. Uh, something else. True. Lies. I don't think she's naked in that one. No, but this also shows like if they've uh, let's see here, love letters, trading places. You're right. You're right. Love letters. Uh, Grandview, USA. Nope. Nope. I lied. I lied. She doesn't get nude in Fish Called Wanda. So. Yeah, I didn't think so. So now you don't have a, you don't have a reason to watch it. I mean, a man laughed himself to death, and you're like, yeah, I don't know. I know. Well, that's the thing. Is like I remember watching it. I remember it being a a comical movie, but I I don't I couldn't see myself like killing myself watching a Fish Called Wanda. Hmm. Maybe some of the stuff just didn't translate. Maybe it was better to a Danish man who spoke loose English. Good where point. He interpreted things to you know, a certain level. Good it's point. Like, this, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He probably had a condition that he was going to die at some but point look, down the road. If you are going to die suddenly mm-hmm. out of hilarity, that's the best way to go. Yeah, I would say hilarity or if you're a heterosexual man eating a woman out. Okay. I mean, I, I get your sentiment, but I, I feel like in a jacuzzi. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you drown. Well, but go down abroad. It's a ball of death. How about her going down on me and my head's above water? Like I didn't. Just... <laughs> but how are you gonna die? What? Just, I mean, she yeah, you'd, obviously I mean, you'd, have to, you'd have to essentially drown yourself. Well, I guess she could drown you, but. Yeah, maybe she. Know. Okay, she gives you such an extraordinary orgasm that you lose all ability to float, swim, or keep yourself above water in the jacuzzi. And I don't want to drown either. I just like pure ecstasy. I want my heart to explode. Like, mm-hmm. I had, like my body has no other function but ejaculation. <laughs> like, and it just stalls out. And I'm yeah, that's the way. Not me face down like like. Now you're talking about fiction. I just die from pure ecstasy. Look, this guy who died from a fish called Wanda, that's about it. That's about as good as it's going to get. Everything else is written in books and shitty fucking Jamie Lee Curtis movies. Fair enough. (laughs) And finally, did you know on this day in 1903, Wilbur and Orville Wright made their first attempt at flight? It failed. But days later, they made history. When Neil Armstrong headed to the moon on the Apollo 11 mission in July 1969, he carried with him small bits of wood and fabric taken from that very airplane. That's pretty cool. 1903, 100 years ago. Yeah. That's the failure. A few days later, which is going to be a few days down the road, is the success. Yeah, yeah but the, think about the, the thing that always baffles me. So, what, 66 years later. Man had not flown. And 66 years later, man walks on the moon. That's the fun fact. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to... Because I'm not... Obviously, no one got 
seriously injured. But I'd like to know if if there was like a you know a close call with the failure, you know, some, like a little too much gust of wind and then a nose dive into a you know a a, a sand dune in the outer banks. I don't, I can't, I don't know which, I can't remember which one actually accomplished the first flight, but the one that did it was the one that did not crash the day, a couple days before, because homeboy <sighs> fucked himself up. It was like, like hey, your, your turn, Wilbur. <laughs> arm sling. <laughs> yeah, right. Wasn't, I think, the, 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 he could only operate a camera, right? The other one was the only one that could actually move both the. Am I making that up? I feel like that some of these facts merge together. What do you mean? What the the one? I, well, they had to the, the way it had to work too is they had like train tracks and like they they had to have like a team of people and they would have to they had like I don't know like just say five links of track. Well, as it started moving, like the after it left the first link, they had to run around to the front and keep like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't. They didn't fly very long, right? The first, no, like the first fourteen flight. seconds, I think. The first yes. flight. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, they dialed it in eventually, but you know, but the fact that it had never been done, and you know, like, <laughs> and there's, there's that video of that guy that tried to like, you know, glide off the uh, Eiffel Tower and just <sighs> makes a five foot crater in the ground. <laughs> that is, you can just tell he's not all that sold on his own invention, and you know. <laughs> He's like, ooh, <laughs> I got these giant fucking big bird wings. These what? things will help me. <laughs> Everyone did show up, so uh, I guess we're going. Buongiorno. <laughs> Toodaloo. And that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. Well, thank you for making us smarter, Mr. Murr, and I hope that uh, this good, bad movie review of it used to be a month. Now it's whatever, like two months, every six weeks, kind of whenever we get around to it. Will make you, uh, I don't know, moderately less stupid. Either way, fresh off the heels of American classics such as House Party and House Party 2, we get our old friends, uh, <laughs> let's see, our old friends Kid and Play. It's uh, Chris uh, Kid Reed and Chris Play Martin in an old classic, Class Act, via 1992, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. The story goes, a, a pair of from the opposite ends of the spectrum, one super brilliant, intelligent, Harvard-bound, uh, scholastic, just prodigy, and then another troubled juvenile, another troubled youth, <laughs> juvenile, by the way. <laughs> I hope you get that reference. Yes. Uh, in, a, in a situation where, of course, 1992, everything wasn't digital. They have uh, files. And I don't, it seems weird to me. That had to have been Hollywood. Because they're transfer students, both of them. And they have the they have their student files with a like a a picture that someone took with a Polaroid yeah. of them, and uh, <clears throat> one pushes the other into the principal. The files go in the air. The pictures land on the other people's uh, uh, profiles. Thus, the idiot has to take the place as the criminal. The criminal has to take the place as the idiot. The criminal talks the idiot into getting him good grades to keep him out of jail. Yada yada, hilarity ensues. Did you guys watch the movie? If you did, uh, give me some of your remarks, key points, things that you liked or didn't like. Um, I thought it was actually, I thought it was an entertaining movie. I, I, I feel like these movies that we've been doing recently kind of highlight the fact that movies don't have to, they don't have to like change your philosophy on life. Like, 
Like sometimes they're just entertainment. It is an entertaining. It's an entertaining movie, and that was the one thing I picked up on too. West is like maybe that this generation won't doesn't quite grasp is like there was a time where you just had to like trust that someone was who they said they were, <laughs> and the fact yeah. that their 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 entire file, their entire lives get flipped turned upside down is because their pictures end up in the wrong Manila folder. That's yeah. it, and that's the and that's the crux of the movie. But it's the classic. Um, Oh, what what's the uh, like parent trap? You know, it's that classic kind of like vehicle to get the movie rolling, and so and they and they of course they learn from each other. They're so opposite, yet mm-hmm. there's there's a common ground. There's a commonality there. You're right. Duncan Pinderhughes uh, learns to not be so stuck up. It gets a little bit of raw, a little bit of edgy, and uh, Blade Brown, which is funny because I went to high school with a guy named Blaine Brown. Um, Blade Brown uh, becomes a little bit sensitive, ends up uh, 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 winning out Ellen, a.k.a. Uh, is it? Uh, it's not Vivian. What's her face? Fresh Prince. Uh, oh, I think it is Hillary. Hillary. Yes. Yeah, Hillary from, from, from Fresh Prince. Uh, you're right. So, so they learn from each other. Absolutely. Well, that's what I was going to say. Demita, Alicia Rogers. Whoo-wee. I'd fucking pay to smell her farts. Alan, this, I'd, this is uh, we, we, I'd pay to I, eat her out in a jacuzzi. <laughs> I mean, it's a great film. It, I was I was excited when you picked this one. I didn't get to watch all of it because apparently we watch movies like this on fucking YouTube now. Uh, but, <laughs> in thirty-one which, parts, by the way. Yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> ten-minute segments. Like she's fucking Christ. Uh, but I always love this movie. I remember, like, when you said it, I was like, ah, oh, I had to think about it for a second. And then I, when I looked it up, I was like, oh yeah, don't they go like, don't they go to a wax museum at some point in time? Isn't there some fucking weird, fucking yeah? I can't remember. So, I didn't see the whole thing. It's where the gangsters are chasing the group of youngsters yeah. who now the 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 tops blown off the whole secret. Everyone knows that. Blade is Blade, Duncan's Duncan. The women are like, are you going to be lying to me? And then they go to a wax museum that Demita works at to hide out slash trick the gangsters into, I don't know, just basically, you know, we know our territory and our territory is a wax museum. Thus, we're going to defeat uh, people with firearms. Seems reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's some logic in it. Yeah. Check this out, though. Dougie Doug as Popsicle. Yeah. uh, Thomas Michael Ford is Mink, who's the, uh, the, 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 the head honcho gangster. Uh, I think bra man, brother man from Martin is in this. Bro man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it Mesha Taylor, who I remember from designing women who plays Duncan's dad, uh, <clears throat> is in this. Oh, yeah. I was trying to place him. I'm like, that's not Arsenio Hall. Who is that? It's like, uh, Rick, uh, Dukeman. The guy who he's the parole officer of of Blade, who's been in a ton of shit. Oh yeah, check <clears throat> check him out. Uh, Sam McMurray, who plays Skip, he's in it. Oh, Rhea Perlman uh, <clears throat> from Cheers. She's uh, she, she's the smart class uh, professor who's hitting on Blade, aka Duncan, at that point. Yeah, that's a good, that's a lineup, dude. Bottom line is, it was an it's it was an enjoyable movie. There was nothing like I get that. Again, you're not going to come out of this film smarter or have some introspective, like, perspective on life, like, when you get away from it. It's just sit down, watch it, see how mm-hmm. it unfolds. It's a good movie. It's a good, bad movie. 
nothing enriching, but nothing lost. Yeah. It's just a fun movie. It's entertainment. Movies are supposed to be entertainment. This was an entertaining movie. So I think, in another thing, another takeaway from this, Kid and Play, obviously, and rightfully so, need to be remembered for, not solely for, but remembered for House Party. House Party is a great movie. That's a, that's a good, good movie. We can agree on that, right? Hmm? Yeah. And then their their hip-hop career and their acting career, obviously producers and, and people on top tried to bank and cash in on their celebrity, assuming that it was either going to be short-lived or we're just going to ride this fucker as long as we can. Movie like this comes out, I think, I personally think, it gets a 70% because they're basing it off of House Party, which is unfair. You know what I mean? It's just it's yeah. it's a it's a better movie than that. Well, I'll also say this, like as far as advertising goes, like you think about they made G.I. Joe to sell G.I. Joe figures. <laughs> they made Transformers to sell Transformers. If this was their thing was like we'll make movies to sell our music, that mission accomplished, man. I mean, you're talking about a time before social media, before cell phones, before any of that stuff. Hey, how do we get people to know who Kid and Play is? Well, these guys are okay actors. Let's put them in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I said two scenes that I want, if you're going to go back and watch this, I want everyone to remember. There's There's a few, but these are, well, actually three. One, when when Popsicle is holding the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> holding the frog in front of the microscope and holding the popsicle up to his mouth. Like, it's a frog you want to lick? <laughs> it's just, just <laughs> stupid, dumb comedy in general. But one, it was where uh, Blade is trying to teach Duncan like term, street terminology. And he's like, you don't, you know, you don't be doing this. You be, you be, you be fly. You be fly with a bitch. Things like that, you know? And then, uh, Duncan tries to get all smart with him. He's like, oh, you're using like the first adjective and then like a third person content. He's like, what? And then, then he finally starts getting it. And he's like, it's something about being deaf. And he, he interprets it as he can't hear. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. Like, you're deaf? Yeah. He's like, Blade Brown is the dumbest son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. And he punches him. <laughs> <laughs> another one, I caught this. This is... They probably should have recorded it again, or they probably should have done another take. But it was—it's so genuine. I don't know if you remember this. This is the point where you guys remember Wedge, the guy who keeps getting his ass kicked. He's—he's the—the uh, the antagonist who's supposed to be a high schooler who looks like he's what fucking thirty. <laughs> he wears—he <laughs> wears half shirt cutoffs to uh, high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's working for Wink, the gangster. He's like like collecting money via drugs, or whatever. But he's driving. Well, Mink is in the uh, the passenger seat. He's like going through his his gun. He goes, "Do you, do you have any uh, do you have do you have any leftover ammo?" He's like, "Yeah, I think so." He's like, yeah, "Either you do or you don't." He's like, "Yeah, I got some." No, I don't got any. And then he, because he's been slapping him the entire film, and he like he rears up to hit him in the back of the head, and Wedge starts laughing because because he can't the character the guy who's playing him can't. You know, can't hold down. It's like, <laughs> then they just cut to another scene. They probably should have done that again, but I think it adds to like just how stupid this movie could be at points. Anyway, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Worth and here's a fun fact about uh, Kid and Play. Um, did you know that Kid and Play, Salt and Peppa, and Martin Lawrence all worked at the same Sears and made a promise to each other that if one of them made it, then they would bring the other one along. And when Salt and Pepper got big, 
Martin Lawrence opened for him with his stand-up act. Mm. That's awesome. I remember Martin was in the first was in the house party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Ooh. I think uh I think Ain't Gonna Hurt Nobody by Ken Play should be the outro song this week. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. I gotta play it over my phone. Ooh, I can do that. Dancing, y'all. <laughs> yeah. This is actually when when he's teaching him to dance in the in the uh in the bedroom, it's it's uh what's that? Um Christ, hold on. Uh Give me a minute. I'll remember it. In the meantime, Alan, tell all the children's and all the class acts where you can find the middle class halls. Oh, you can find us for all your listening pleasures on the Google Podcast, the Apple Podcasts, and the Spotify. And, of course, for your social medias, please check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We're at MDL Class Holes. We're the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok and fucking Rumble and Grinder <laughs> and fucking all the, all the good stuff. So check us out. It's a it, it's a shame the way you mess around with my heart. <laughs> that jam. That's what I was talking about. Dude, get him play the, the 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 quote tag team dance. Like, I mean, are there any other innovators that you can think of off the top of your head? Like, everybody knows like the the foot shake, bounce mm-hmm. in a circle. Like, I mean, that's kid and play. That's like classic fucking nineties. That's. Yeah. Was when I, when I, contributed. When I was talking to Dewey today, I was talking about because we, of course, here at December fourteenth, we're talking about what we're going to get our our mom for Christmas. Funny <laughs> <laughs> time. Yeah, um, but I explained that we were doing a, a review of this, and he's like, "Yeah, the pajama jammy jam." I was like, "No, that's that's house party too." He's like, "No, no, that's where the two guys, like the smart guy and the criminal, get like their identities swapped up." It's like, yeah, that's class act. Yeah, then they have a party later on called a pajama jammy jam. It's like that's house party too. It's definitely house party too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and my favorite line in the movie, by the way, because every movie from that era had to have a gay joke, and I'll say they were rather progressive in their gay joke. Uh, he's trying to get um, Duncan ready, and he's taking out the classic kid and play like high, super high, high top, high flat, yeah. And uh, and they're making some some grunting noises and saying some sexually suggestive things, and the dad overhears them, and he sits down and he goes, uh, "Honey, have you ever uh, thought about uh, Duncan's sexual preference?" And she goes, "Hmm, I didn't know he had one." <laughs> and that was it. That was the big early '90s gay joke. Then they go back to reading their newspapers at 8 p.m. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and I, if I mean, if memory serves me right, at the end. Doesn't he get? Doesn't he catch him having sex with what's her face? And Demita. then he's like, ah, yeah, he's not gay. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, you know our, I mean? our, our young son Duncan was fornicated with a very fly honey in our bedroom. Look, <laughs> and then that riles the parents up to then have sex because that's, I mean, what parent doesn't get turned on by their child fornicating in, a, in their beds? It's the circle of life. It's the circle of life. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, some listener comments from this week. Uh, this is actually a two part. This is funny. This is the coming from TikTok. Our deviled egg record. Deviled egg record. This is where I proclaim that I probably ate the most uh, deviled eggs ever in 2023 Thanksgiving. Uh, guy named I'm named after my dad says, "quote That's the whitest thing I've ever heard." Blickety Blow responded, "Right? Question mark. Super weird. He talked like that, being white and all." <laughs> 
neither is wrong. Both of yeah. them are correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally right. Um, and again, Blickety Blow wrote on another one, Poop in Your Pants builds character. Uh, this is where, like, in a party, I explained that I crapped myself. Someone called me out on it. Then I asked everyone if they had, had an accident. More people off than not. Then I said I had climbed a 12-foot wall in a discovery <laughs> zone. Uh, and then he says, man, I could never climb up that wall. Toot! <laughs> <laughs> you bet i sure can uh next one email from keith curran our favorite listener from frederick uh, he calls it Fredneck. i'm still listening out in the booties of Fredneck. uh caught your discussion on how hot air balloons and it seems Mern knows as much about ballooning as he does drinking habits on a golf course i have a friend who's a licensed pilot he's also a licensed balloon pilot uh, there's actually a lot of planing that goes into each flight i've watched him go over a lake and touch the basket into the water and then take off again intentionally. During the counter fair, he, regu he regularly takes off and flies over the fairground. There is 0% chance you would be able to do assemble uh, things and actually stand up the balloon by yourself. Uh, it's not a rocket liftoff, but you still have to be knowledgeable. Uh, if you'd like to give it a try, I can put you in touch with my friend and we can drive your happy ass to Frederick and try it out. <laughs> I'd probably create some yep. great content on social media. Thanks again for all the laughs. Still enjoy the show. Okay. Oh. First yes. of all, Keith. Hold on. When, when Murr goes, okay, pause. You know fucking magic's <laughs> yeah, about to happen. Kill him. Okay. <laughs> what, 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 what town, what, what municipality is this guy flying his balloon in? Well, he said Frederick. over the Frederick County Fair, so. <laughs> okay. The Frederick County Fair where, like, there's, what, tens of people doomed if this fucking balloon careens off course. Uh, he, he, he touches down in a lake. Okay, look, if there's nothing around, I bet you're a, you're a spectacular balloonist. But once you start to get into, like, a metropolitan area, good luck with your balloon in there, balloony. Like, there's no, like, I get it. I'm not saying these guys don't have some sort of, like, knowledge, but they, they wait for a crystal clear day where the morning dew is just glistening off the ground. They go out to a fucking field where they can't hit anything. Don't tell me they're like, fine, I'm sure they have some skills, but if you're telling me that I can't get a fucking hot air balloon off the ground, you can go fuck yourself, Keith. Mm, hey, man, look. Set it up. I, I was going to say. Put your money where your mouth is, bro. I mean, you said you, you say you can't do it. Or I can do it. I want to see you get dragged by a basket across. The no, that's what will happen. I think that's my entire point. Is that like th there? I've never, Alan. My point last time, last show was that you've never gotten on YouTube and typed in "hot air balloon" and seen just a joyous, like, fun flight. They all end in tragedy. The, all the ones that are filmed. Or end in tragedy. Because even if they're fun, people are like, I don't need this boring-ass 30-minute video on my phone. And they delete it. Yeah, I think that's... I was going to say, there's probably way more successful balloon things than we're giving the internet credit for. The cre the internet's just like, eh, let's watch people getting drugged across. Sure. And I, I, I contend that that's true. But yeah. I also contend that hot air ballooning is lame and boring. And so the only reason that anybody does it is just to be up that high, and they always do it. Wes, your tragic story was like some guy was about to, like, destroy a golf course, you know, a giant manicured open field. That's a driving range, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the point is, like, you, you're, you're not doubling down. 
you're like one and a halfing down. You're still criticizing the the skill set that it takes to be a balloonist, or in this case, a licensed balloon pilot. Uh, but you're also being like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I, I doesn't take that much. I could, I could do it. I could drag myself across. I mean, I, I just think at this point, you really have no choice. I think you got to go out to Frederick. Yeah, and let's get it set up, Keith. Call me. They got to drive out into the middle of nowhere to hit nothing in a fucking balloon. I'm not saying that these people aren't knowledgeable, but I'm saying if I read a book, if I took the time and I cared enough, I could get it off the ground. Thing is, I wouldn't want to be off the ground. I don't know. I'd be willing to place a bet. You can read all the literature on ballooning you want, and I'll still think you can't do it. There's like, there's like weights and counterweights and fucking. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you got it, buddy. Okay, I, just, look, I don't think. You I, do. I know you say there's weights and counterweights, but if the if my only goal is to get off the ground, then it's and drop all the weights. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna end up in the stratosphere and probably fucking like electrocuted on the way down. Yeah, but the, but then you win the bet. <laughs> I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I I just don't I don't even know like I feel like I'm a rather intelligent guy and fucking I can't even like pick start to picture in my mind how we started. Like, okay, how do I, I get liftoff? I'm gonna go on a whim and you guys can look this up and see if I'm right. I'm gonna assume that you lay the basket down on its side so it's like firing left or right. Okay, and I'm assuming that you get like you and like five buddies like to hold up the hole and one guy just stands there and. And still the balloon starts to like get some lift. And then once it starts to get some lift, you then tip cow tip the fucking basket over and continue to fucking like roar some flame into that bitch. And then you gotta probably change canisters of fucking propane and then just keep going, keep going until it's gentle, until it starts to ever so slightly just like become buoyant on the ground, and then you fucking like everybody get in. Come on, grab your Doritos liqueur and let's go. <laughs> Doritos. You're right. That is the official uh, uh, seasonal liqueur of choice for balloon riding. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. Doritos spirit. That's right. It's not even Doritos vodka. It's just. Yeah. Sponsored by Spirit Airlines. Yeah. Oh God. Never mind. Hard pass. <laughs> Dude. I will I'll say that across at the spirit line in the airport and been like, oh, no, thanks. If I'm going better. Uh-uh. Hot air balloons probably have a better flight record than spirit airlines. That hey, I will listen, give them credit for. Well, well, well uh, Keith is Keith listens to every episode. So I want to see if we're willing to kind of set something up. Hey, and Keith, let me say this. I am a fan of you. 100%. Yeah. Don't take Keith, it personal. Keith keeps us a good guy. He keeps us in check. Uh, lastly, we got a voicemail from a listener who had something to say. This is in, in response to, Murr, your story about kind of, I think, kind of digesting a situation with a bartender and a patron who said Colorado Kool-Aid and oh. you later on said Colorado Kool-Aid. This is, this is an official voicemail. You guys ready? Okay. Hold on. I got to. I knew that wasn't going to go smooth the first time. I was time. like, no, yeah. Because yeah. like, hey, like I, like, I used to be able to play it through the... Hey, guys. First time, long time. 
So I was listening to Murr's story about the Colorado Kool-Aid when he was at the bar. I wasn't surprised at all to hear that the bartender laughed. She thought Murr was gay. You know, non-threatening. Anyway, thanks for the joke. Keep up the good work. Yep. So there you have it. That's uh, fair. It's a digestion. She just had no observation. Not threatening to her at all. She was like, <laughs> Colorado Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's rude, maybe. That's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. fine. He's he's looking at his shirt and his head. He's like, "Am I getting all gay vibes?" No, it's not. It's not that I. It's not that I like came off as gay. It's that I came off as as five foot six and one hundred and thirty pounds. So, I I understand. I know where I stand in the world. It's okay. I mean, I I know it's you okay, can't man. fly a balloon. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I, th- I think you're man enough to fly a balloon. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that proves I'm not gay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, Jesus. All right, been nice. a pleasure. Mid December, we got two more because because uh, the holidays land. Well, wait, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. That's right. Two more before the end of the year. The holidays land on a Monday, so we're going to keep keep this fucker rolling. Next week, we got an extra, extra special treat for you all. Murr, myself, and Al are going to step aside, and three guests are going to take over. For 10 to 15 minutes, and I would say in hilarity and insanity is going to meet in the middle, and they're (laughs) going to shoot guns and do drugs. So enjoy that. Uh, Otherwise, uh, stay tuned uh, for, I don't know, what, celebrity deaths. We're going to recap some things. Who's going to die in 2024? Who died in 2023? Uh, And do we got any other special treats? I think I think that's it. I mean, Nostra Dumbass is gonna let us know what the new year is gonna hold. So I'm, I'm oh, yeah. extra excited about that. Yeah. All right. I will, right, well, folks. Uh, check us out next week. Peace.